Let's go now to the listening lunch. The clips you need to hear. We react to them on your lunchtime. Monday edition, which is always the sweetest listening lunch, because let's be honest, you had a morning where you you really weren't locked in, wanted to nothing to do with a Monday. So let's get you refocused, shall we? Let's start with a late kick with Josh Pate. Mario Cristobal, after National Signing Day, joined him talking about the Canes coaching staff. And this is what this is what Mario Cristobal had to say. Again, this was over the weekend. Mario Cristobal about building his coaching staff. Well, we're swinging big. You know, we're, we're going, um, you know, so to speak, big game fishing. Yeah. We feel that uh, the players here deserve yeah. the best Power 5 developmental experience possible. And, uh, you know, we're very meticulous. We're very calculated with our moves. Play that again, Stone. Just the... the up to the the money part please well we're swinging big you know we're, we're going um you know so to speak big game fishing oh, we feel is. that the, the players here deserve the best power five developmental experience possible and uh you know we're very meticulous we're very calculated with our moves we're going big game fishing stone that's quote of the year so far mario cristobal and the canes are going big game fishing that was said before we knew that that big game that they were fishing for was Josh Gaddis. Best assistant in the Big Ten. By far. But not even that. The best assistant in the country. The Broyles Award finalist. The man who helped construct that massive, overpowering, punch you in the face and in the throat and in the groin offensive line. The man who's a recruiting ace who has brought five-star after five-star in for Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. He is now the offensive coordinator at Miami. Big game fishing, baby. What's our recruiting class rank right now? Uh, 14. Boom. Yep. And that's with Cristobal with a short amount of time and limited Amount of players that signed on signing day, 14th in the nation. Think about that. Are we That's back? That's before. God, can you ask me that again? Are we back? Kind of feels like it, right? <laughs> kind of. It kind of feels like it. I, I, I don't. Listen, does this guarantee success? No. But damn it. When the University of Miami made the decision that enough was enough, we're opening the checkbook. We're going to throw money around. You know what I say? Let it rain. <laughs> Let it rain. And Stone, right now, what's it doing? It's raining. It's raining. Hold on. Hold on. Talk to us, Cardi B. Yeah. It's raining. She knows, she knows what it's like to let it rain. <laughs> she knows. Now, for her, in her past, it was singles. Oh, now it's raining. It's raining cash in Coral Gables. Here come the big boys. We're big game fishing. I still, for me, successful Canes football stone. You don't have to be in an ACC title game every year. The ACC is competitive. But you need to get to it. And you need to probably do it every other year, every three years. I'm fine with that. College football is hard. You're never going to have the overwhelming dominant success that you once had. You're still a private school in Coral Gables, Florida, okay? But Mario Cristobal, he's got the money, he knows how to spend the money, and he's going get big game fishing. Josh Gaddis, I mean, and, and Josh Gaddis is inheriting one of the nation's best quarterbacks. Can you imagine 
the Broyles Award finalist with Tyler Van Dyke TVD? Let's go through Miami's schedule because it's pretty soft. Oh, let's. It's pretty soft. You give me a win and you give me a loss. All right, let's do win. I love it. Win-loss. Bethune-Cookman. <laughs> Move on. Southern Mississippi. But Bethune-Cookman will have the better band. Uh, what Southern Miss. Oh, that's a big win. But Frank Gore's kid comes back to play his father's former team. That's nice, but Big Canes win. We got. We have to go to Kyle Field to play Jimbo and his Aggies. Jimbo wants to sit and whine and complain. Ooh, they're talking about how we have so much money in NIL. No, we did it. We did it. No, hold on. We did it. Our staff did it. Our st- hey, everybody's a clown. Everybody's a clown. Shut up, Jimbo. Give me the Canes. Middle Tennessee. Win. Too much Conference USA, by the way, in the Canes schedule for my liking, for my tastes. Sam Howellis, North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah, give me the Canes. That's at home. Virginia Tech. Uh, win. It's sort of a rebuild year for them. Yeah, we're, we're undefeated. Duke. Win. Virginia. Undefeated. Florida State. <laughs> did the, did, does Florida State have money? I don't think so. And they're coming to Hard Rock, too. Are the Knowles? Are the Knowles? Are the Knowles making it rain? <laughs> no. Hell no. No. The Canes are. That's Georgia, a win. Georgia Tech. <laughs> Dabo. And the, Clems- <laughs> and the Clemson Tigers. Oh, man. You know what's going to happen? Not only are the Canes going to beat him, Mario Cristobal is going to walk out to midfield and rain hundreds on Dabo. <gasps> and a Kenny Pickett-less pit yeah. down the season. Well, sorry uh, uh, to, to friend of show Charlie Partridge, but that's a Canes win. Undefeated going to the playoff. <laughs> having money rules. The Canes having money rules. Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator. Kane's offensive coordinator, best assistant in the country, that rules. Inheriting TVD, that rules. Give me all the money. Listening lunch here on Ken Levick Alive. What do we have next here? Oh, 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 oh. Good morning, football. Peter Schrager on today talking about Joe Burrow. And what happens? What happens if second year Joe Burrow wins a Super Bowl? Listen to this. Yeah, I go back to let's see that full screen again. The oh, guys, bring it up! The guys who won let's it, go. Right? Let's see the guys who in won the first two seasons. In the first two seasons, and there's, a, there's another list of guys that got there and didn't win it. Like uh, Kaepernick got there in the second yep. year, didn't win it. Uh, Mahomes got to the AFC Championship, didn't win it. I think of the greatest second year season in the history of the sport, and I think of Dan Marino. Damn right. All right, Dan Marino broke every passing record that season. Sure as hell did. Shattered the single season record for passing yards and for touchdowns. Uh And was cruising the whole season. They they beat the Steelers in the AFC Championship game, and the second year goes to the Super Bowl against the Niners. Marino wasn't great that day. He was not great. He went 29 of 50 through two interceptions and fell short. And, like, if Burrow wins and he's the reason they're there, I could go, I mean, it sounds like it's, you know, in 56 Super Bowls, it sounds like it's hyperbole. It could be the greatest sophomore season we've ever seen from a quarterback. Because mm. he's he's the reason they're there. Like, we talk about Mike Hilton and Eli Apple all we want. If it's Ryan Finley or Brandon Allen at quarterback, they're not playing in the Super Bowl Correct, right sir. now. It's Joe Burrow, and it all stems from his confidence, from his intelligence, from his strength. And, gosh, that AFC Championship game, mm. down 18 points. Mm-hmm. In the second half, to come all the way back, the perseverance, and I think it's everything is involved. It wasn't a highly recruited high school player, had to transfer out of Ohio State, his home state, and then had to then win the job at LSU and then get to the NFL and then has the ACL injury. Nothing is too big for this guy. No adversity he hasn't seen yet. I I love this story, Mm -hmm. and I think if he wins on Sunday, which is very possible, I think it might be better than Marino's second year. Mm -hmm. It's that good Mm -hmm. because he finished the job, and he actually tied the bow at Mm -hmm. the end. No. 
Now, I'm perfectly okay with Peter Schrager getting caught up in the Joe Burrow love fest. Because we all have. We all have. I mean, I was roundly criticized for even the mere suggestion stone that maybe Joe Burrow's awkward cool and not cool cool. By the way, is Mike McDaniel awkward cool or cool cool? Because I think... I think he's got some some it to him, right? Definitely. He dropped a Mike Jones a couple of weeks ago. He did drop a Mike Jones a couple of weeks ago. But don't, don't we can't forget that. No. But but Joe Burrow, people love him. People want to love him. He's won us over. He has. And because he he is he's fun and he is a great story like Peter Schrager said and he says the right things. He obviously balls out, but I will not 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 accept the slander of comparing what Joe Burrow did in his second season to what Dan Marino did in his second season. I mean, Joe Burrow, I mean, good season, good season. And you, of course, have to account for how far offenses have come. Uh, Joe Burrow throwing for for more yards than Dan Marino did in his second season because that's the nature of the NFL now. But Joe Burrow finished sixth in passing yards this year and eighth in touchdown passes okay this being his second year Dan Marino broke six NFL full season passing records in his second year including record for most touchdown passes 48 and most passing yards 5,084 he was the NFL MVP made it to the Super Bowl and lost to a 15 and 1 49ers team that before the Bears came along 15 and 1 just three years later, before the Patriots came around and went 18-1 and losing in the Super Bowl, that, that 49ers team was considered maybe the greatest of all time. Yeah, the dynasty. Yeah, he, he, he lost to arguably at that point in NFL history the greatest team of all time. So you can't tell me that Joe Burrow winning the Super Bowl over the Rams is going to finish off the debate about who had the greatest second year of all time. Sorry, it's not just end result. It's everything that led to it. Dan Marino legitimately revolutionized the way that the game was played. There's no Joe Burrow. There's no massive emphasis on the quarterback position like we see today where it can make or break a team, where you leverage everything to maybe get that hot shot college quarterback, if not for Dan Marino. Dan Marino changed the game. Joe Burrow ain't changing anything, except his socks. Okay, I love Joe Burrow. His second season was not Dan Marino's second season. Look at some of these other second-year quarterbacks, by the way, that made it to the Super Bowl and are at least in this discussion. Russell Wilson. All right, fine. I'll give you Burrow over Russell Wilson. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, his second season took off. Yeah. You know, and it turned into a Hall of Fame career. But fine, I'll still give you Burrow over that. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's second season, his Super Bowl season, <laughs> he he barely played. He barely played until late in that year because Drew Bledsoe's body was blown up. Kurt Warner? Uh-uh. I mean, I think Kurt Warner and the Rams were another revolution in NFL offense. Greatest show on turf? Joe Burrow hasn't had that impact. I'm not going there. Colin Kaepernick with the RPO, the mobile RPO, he changed the game 
and the complexion of the NFL game more than Joe Burrow did this year. Literally changed the game. So we love the story. We love the story. But Joe Burrow's second season, no. Even if he wins the Super Bowl, that is not going to make him the greatest second-year quarterback of all time because there have been other year two quarterbacks who went to the Super Bowl that had a massive impact on the game in that second season. In the, the How the game is played compared to Joe Burrow. Sorry, Peter. Not on board. Listening lunch here on Ken Levick Alive. And then there's Dan Orlovsky on Get Up This Morning. Orlovsky on the Rams and what's on the line Sunday in the big game. This would be a failure of a season if the Los Angeles Rams do not win the Super Bowl. We went through this whole offseason. When the trade happened, we Mm. said they were going to chase the Mm. Super Bowl. And then we went into the season. We said, who's under the most pressure? And we said, Matthew Stafford. And we said, Sean Sean McVay. And all that's happened since those moves were the Rams are really, really good. They went and got Odell Beckham. They went and got Vaughn Miller. I mean, this team has been constructed to sacrifice the future when it comes to first-round picks to go win a yep. Super Bowl. This wasn't to go build I a agree. good football team. This wasn't good to go get there. If Matthew Stafford is unable to go get it done, it will be the biggest disappointment of his career. And it will also this, and I love him. I absolutely love him. It will make us start to question some stuff about Sean McVay. This would be the second yep. time that he would get to the Super Bowl and couldn't find a way to get it done with a guy that I believe is a Hall of Famer in Matthew Stafford if he wins the Super Bowl. So, like, Greeny, this is not a conversation. You do not play in the NFL, and you are not part of NFL teams to go be good. RC can speak to it way greater than I can. You go to win championships. No one remembers second place. It does not matter. Yep. The Rams have to go win the Super Bowl. That is really over the top garbage and i think really disingenuous did the rams go for it yes but to simply use the word good about the rams you don't get to the super bowl unless you're you're great the rams are a great team and if they fall short in the super bowl it's unfortunate but it doesn't invalidate their season and dan rolofsky saying that we need to start making judgments about sean mcveigh if he doesn't win the super bowl what what you're right. No coach has ever lost a Super Bowl twice. No coach has ever been a two-time Super Bowl loser. The first time around, Sean McVay brought Jared Goff into a Super Bowl to duel with the greatest quarterback of all time and arguably the greatest dynasty of all time in the Patriots. But say he falls short again in a Super Bowl... Ah, we still we, we're about to have some questions about Sean McVay. Come yeah. on, yeah, the 36 year old head coach who's been to two Super Bowls right. in the last four seasons. Yeah, the what, 30, a, what a failure! Yeah, the 36 year old head, you're exactly right, who has been to two Super Bowls in his coaching career already, and it's in its infancy still. Oh, we're about to have some questions. And listen, I I know that pressure and stakes get get hoisted up high when you go and acquire. A Matthew Stafford, when you go and acquire a Von Miller, when you go and trade for an Odell Beckham, the Rams aren't going to have a first-round pick until, I believe, 2024. But the fact of the matter is, you do all of that to put yourself in a position to win a championship. If it doesn't happen, it's an upset, and it sucks. But to say that it makes the Rams failures, I'm sorry, there is no team that can get through a 17-game regular season, and get through the playoffs, go to the Super Bowl, and you say they're a failure if they don't win it. It's, la- it's lazy. 
It, it is lazy, and I, I just, I, I feel like it's, it's feeding into a, a, just a talking point. Like I love Dan Orlovsky, I do, but that is total. We had a weekend without, without football, trying to get things going on a Monday morning, trying to get dopes like us to talk about you. That's what you spew out. How many times, if we look back, do you think Matthew Stafford's beaten Dan Orlovsky? Maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, I don't know. They were teammates. I mean, they were teammates. Wow, they were teammates. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They were teammates. And I don't think there's anything against Stafford, but also, like, you made the Super Bowl. Nobody who makes the Super Bowl and loses has failed. Not even the, the greatest show on turf Rams team that lost to the Patriots. That's not a failure. Is it a disappointing season? Yeah. But can you go to the Super Bowl, lose, and be considered a failure? Uh-uh. Not even the Patriots team that was looking to go undefeated and fell to the Giants. There's no way you say that season was a failure. Great point. I don't want to say Sean McVay bringing in all this talent, but all those egos in that locker room and getting to this point, it's like the NBA, my outlook on the NBA. Having superstars is more difficult because you need to make everybody happy, established star professionals happy. And Sean McVay has the NBA equivalent in the NFL, and they're playing for the biggest prize. Yeah, he revitalized OBJ. Yes. Like he brought him back to yeah. life. Like yeah. that alone is worth like four other guys on a roster somewhere else. If they don't win a Super Bowl in the next two years before that window seems like it's going to close shut, that's a failure. Get into the Super Bowl and not winning this year, not a failure. And in, and in most cases, some guys argue that like when you bring a quarterback over and you go all in, that it, it's going to take a little bit to get that chemistry down and everything. They got to the Super Bowl in the first yeah. year, like what Tom Brady did. Like, no, they didn't need time to get the chemistry going. They were rolling early. Uh, Matthew Stafford was an MVP candidate through like eight, nine weeks in the NFL right. season this year. So it's like, no, like they, they figured it out earlier than anybody expected them to. I just, I, I cannot bring myself to declare a Super Bowl team a failure. A team that's, in, I just, I don't operate like that. The Rams. Do you agree with Dan Orlovsky? The Rams, if they don't beat the Bengals, if they don't win the Super Bowl, are they a failure? Straight up, we, we, have, we have jumped over disappointing, and we have, we have uh, hurtled all the way to failure. Are the Rams a failure if they don't win the Super Bowl? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. At KLV1063 on Twitter. Are the Rams a failure if they don't win the Super Bowl? I mean, I, I get Dan Orlovsky is trying to, to, to make us discuss, but I can't get behind that in any way, shape, or form. I have too much respect for NFL teams. Maybe it's because I follow the Dolphins, but NFL teams that, for me, a playoff win would be a success. Let's hoist a trophy. Before the Super Bowl, before this run in the playoffs, the Bengals winning a, a playoff game was their championship. You can't tell me the Rams going to the Super Bowl because they have really good players is a failure. Are the Rams a failure if they lose to the Bengals? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, you can tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's at KLV1063.